past few years, you've known us for doing various challenges in a category that was kind of unexpected. It all started with the cheap sedans. Todd bought a Phaeton because he'd been talking about Phaetons for the longest time and he just wondered. And I was talking about Quattroportes, which we found in Las Vegas, and we bought them and we did a series of challenges with them. We even took them to the salt flats and went flat out. The next year we thought, let's focus a little more on sports cars. So we bought used convertible sporty cars for less than $8,000 and we did everything with those. Big road trips, driving around in the winter. There was some time on track where we ran fine with almost no maintenance and a brand new Lamborghini blew up. We even put them with a lot of their other competitors that were also available for less than eight grand. Then that led us backwards to the two cars that we each owned when we started the show. Todd's 1991 300ZX twin turbo, manual, and my 1983 Porsche 928. I miss driving that car. We did four big road trips across the US. That was quite an undertaking and a bit scary. And we were always thinking what's next. And so then we bought a GR86 and drove that against everything we could possibly think of. And that led us, as you can see, a slow step up. We wanted to do more. Todd also wanted to drive his Elise more. So we're now doing a new road trip series with this C8 Corvette Stingray and Todd's Elise. The Porsche guy bought a Corvette, which we love that. And we're driving them on a bunch of adventures we haven't even shared with you yet because that's the series we're doing now. And then, after so many incredible experiences, I mean, luxury sedans, cheap sports cars, those iconic cars from our past, a brand new GR86, these great mid-engines, where do we go from here? Which has led us to the next car that we didn't see coming, a new car, a new car for the show, and kind of a beginning of a build. I never thought I'd say the word Prius is gonna be the, the next car that we're looking forward to, a Prius. It's like when you blurt out that word, it's like you've said something really embarrassingly personal and everyone heard you, Prius, and the whole room just swivels and stops. Who would have thought that the first thing we decide to kind of build on is going to be the, the Prius? I will wait while you wipe tears of laughter from your eyes. Are you done? You done laughing? Look, this is not our fault. Toyota said at the press launch for the new Prius that this is the sportiest Prius they've ever built. I mean, look, it comes on 19s for the first time ever. 195 50 series 19s. Whoa. Ha ha ha. Ooh. <laughs> They're not performance tires. That was the lightest of corners. I completely did not mean to do that. Why is it happening? Well, because this is the 2023 Prius. Well, listen to the squeal. Ooh, that's exciting. I mean, the Prius has that rental car thing going for it where you kind of beat on it because why not? Let's just see what it can do. And of course, it gives up quickly. But at least there's decent power now. Still a terrible drone, still a bad CVT, but it, it's got some power now. It gets out of its own way and maybe even other traffic. We wonder if the Prius might have some fun attached to it now, because I've never liked Priuses. You couldn't pay me to drive a Prius, let alone own a Prius. And the new one has really grown on me. Stylistically speaking, it's actually really good. And this is a car that I'd own. I'm admitting it, I think I have a problem. But on the other hand, Toyota is doing something here. 
it's been an easy punching bag forever since we started the show because it is the ultimate driving appliance. Traditionally, the perfect person to buy a Prius is a person sitting in stop-and-go traffic that needs gas mileage above all else. You don't need any performance. You don't need any handling. You just want an efficient, reliable commuter. Well, this is all of that, but it looks good. For the first time ever, it looks actually good and, and nice, and I'd like to see it in a color. I mean, this, this gray's fine. It's Prius-like, but let's actually get this in a color with some cool wheels. And that leads us to where we're headed, because when we drove it, by itself and against the Elantra Inn, Paul and I both came to the same conclusion, and that was what's letting this down now is actually the tires. Making them squeal, making them give up isn't even a challenge. I mean, because they are low rolling resistance and trying to get you great gas mileage, the tires are not good for anything performance driving. I'm aware I just said the words performance driving in the same sentence as Prius, but this is how revolutionary this Prius might be. So we called Toyota and asked them for a Prius, and they have sent us this one, a 2023 pre-production all-wheel drive XLE, and then we talked to our friends at Vredestein Tires. They're sending us performance tires. We're gonna put them on different wheels too, because what if you got a little bit less miles per gallon and you suddenly had a car that was fun to drive? What if the Prius came to life with the simplest of changes and just doing wheels and tires, just upgrading the tires? Because back there, that corner was terrifying. Yeah, it's on 19s, and yeah, it's the sportiest, coolest looking Prius in the history of Prii, but what if we could extract something more out of it? Would you take the miles per gallon hit? I'm curious too. Because if I sit here and tell you about how great the fuel economy is on the Prius and how it's just designed for commuting and there is no fun to be had, that is not a story. So this is the benchmark drive. And get this, it's 3285, 3,285 pounds for the XLE all-wheel drive. That's just above a Cayman GT4 RS. It's not bad. I mean, not apples to apples, but still. Right now, this is an untouched stock pre-production 2023 Prius all-wheel drive E. That means it costs about $35,000. We do have the, uh, the double sunroofs here, which are pretty cool. It's a nice place to be at $35,000. I love this new screen. I actually am dealing with the, uh, the new instrument panel because it and the steering wheel have a little bit of a fight going on, but I found a place where everybody kind of works together. So we're gonna do exactly what we talked about. We are gonna take this Prius and we're gonna see what miles per gallon we're actually getting in the real world at high altitude, 6,000, 8,000 feet, always left in sport mode, always driven like we're trying to hurt it because that just seems like the fun way to drive it. CVT. That's a, that's a good amount of droning. That's a, a lot of droning. It, there, there's no way around it. That's a lot of droning. But again, this is not a performance car at its base. Its purpose is not to be a performance car, but we're curious to see if it can fake it. So after we get a base measurement for how this car is doing in miles per gallon and in just handling, well, handling in general, we're going to get wider wheels and better performance tires on wider wheels and see how much those two things just help this car turn into a performance car. We're also gonna put some better brake fluid on it so that when we push really hard on the brakes, they will hold up a little bit better. 
This car is brand new. There's very little available yet for the 2023 Prius. And so we're posing this to you. I know this is a brand new car. We know that it's practically barely out of the gate. So there aren't any performance products for it. But Toyota already teased the Prius Le Mans concept with canards on the front. That's right, it's got a spoiler on the back. Does anybody want to build that spoiler just from the photos? I mean, it's gotta be nice, it can't be made out of cardboard, but look, canards, and it looks pretty good. And what if there could be sway bars? Do you make sway bars? We are listening, we are open to ideas, but the first and most important thing is tires. Change your tires, get more performance out of your car. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. The steering feel is kind of dead. Well, it's very dead. This is not intended to be a sports car. I am not expecting it to be a sports car. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> I'm already catching people in the canyons and I'm still on the terrible tires. <laughs> I know I'm not getting 50 miles to the gallon. I, I know I'm not. But how bad am I doing based on what the EPA estimate is? And then how much am I going to suffer just in sheer miles per gallon on getting better wheels and tires that are theoretically going to make this more fun to drive? What am I willing to suffer? What are you willing to suffer? If it was two mile per gallon penalty, wouldn't you do it? If it were five, would you do it? If it were 10, would you do it? I think my threshold is, uh, well, you know what? I don't care. Because if we get anything that's still good, remember these numbers. Toyota tells us 49, 50, 49. City, highway combined, 49, 50, 49. That is our benchmark. So we're already starting to keep track of the mileage. And we wanna know so badly that we're planning to take this to the track. That's right. Remember our old friend, the GR86? We're gonna pull that thing, benchmark it around the track. <laughs> what I like the most about the new Prius is the horsepower. It's got 196 horsepower in the all-wheel drive models, 194 in the front-wheel drive. Not talking about the Prime, but this kind of moves. If you do a brake stand at the stoplight, you're gonna surprise everyone. This thing kind of shoots out. It's, it's kind of fun. It's fun to drive something that's not supposed to be fun and see if there's just a little bit buried deep in there. In fact, I'm curious, can you take the Prius, the king of the commuters, and make it more fun than your kind of mid-grade, similarly priced, lukewarm hatch? Because maybe, and it looks like this, and what if it gets better gas mileage? This car has the potential, I hope, to crowd the territory of things that, that we as enthusiasts and fun drivers would pick over the Prius. Can the Prius be a good, fun alt? I don't know, I hope so. But that's the whole question. What if you could start at about $35,000 and have a great commuter and just by a simple tire change, transform your Prius into a mm, Prius Hoon, just a Prius hmm. Not go crazy, we're not dropping a Hellcat in this, in, in this Prius. It's got enough personality now that it's no longer just quirky and off-putting. It's got a little bit of that Toyota GR lurking in it, I think. 
What are simple things that we could do that you could do as well? That's right. Prius. I now have access, as my daily cars, I now have access to a Lotus Elise and a Toyota Prius. And to be honest with you, I'm, I'm almost equally excited for completely different reasons. A big thank you to Brennerstein for stepping alongside us for this ridiculous idea, for Toyota for supporting the ridiculous idea in the first place and handing us a car to play with. And we're excited to hear from you on all of it. In fact, if you have something you think we should put it against or you have parts for the brand new 2023 Prius for some reason, we'd love to hear from you too. I, I love this Lotus. I'm very excited. We have big trips coming up with it, big comparisons coming up with it. But we also have a Prius. Just, just to balance out the world, Lotus, Prius. Oh, and, and C8. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Okay. I'm ready for this series. We're doing a Prius build. <laughs>